All right, we are live. We are live. Are you ready, Jerry, to get started here? Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. I'm pumped. All right. So you're saying to us, just to get people started, you're saying that the best way for you, that you think possibly is for people to actually buy online businesses as opposed to anything else. Is that correct? Is that what you're saying to us today? Yes. If you want to but if you want to have an additional income stream or replace your income stream, I personally believe the best way to do so is buying a website business. I've tried everything else before it uh, in so many different other investments, and I believe this is the best possible way. All right, we're gonna see what he, we, we're gonna dive into this, and uh, we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, that's what's gonna happen right now in this episode of the Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, and we are back on the virtual stage here uh, with my new good friend here. We just got, just popped in. Um, it's Jared Krause. I hope I got that right. Is that right, Jared? Oh, hold up, I got hold on, let, me, let me unmute you. Go ahead, say it again. One more time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, so we're we're I'm excited because this is a brand new topic. Uh, when we talked a few months ago, I believe um, you said buying online businesses. Like, wow, this is going to be good because no one is talking about this. I, I think it's a I think it's a kind of an underground thing still for me. I think even though I know about the about the um, the, the the category, um, not a lot of people talk about just buying a business um, in this in this way. So I'm excited. I got questions. I'm sure people out there have questions as well. So if you have questions, people who are watching it right now, chime in. Don't be scared. Go ahead and, and give us some questions. So before we do any of that, however, please tell us, Jared, who you are personally and then professionally. Personally, I'm a, I'm a surfer. Um, I'm a lover of <laughs> philosophy. I'm a lover of business. Uh, and professionally, I teach people to buy online businesses. Um, I have a, a podcast and all the things that are around that community um, and courses and all the things that people need to uh, get help to buy an online business. Also, I help people grow their online business once they bought them uh, with people in my inner circle mastermind. So I guess that's a quick snapshot. <laughs> awesome. that, that's, that's perfect. That is so perfect. So tell us what your what, what current project are you working on right now? Uh Building my portfolio. Okay. What does that entail? Oh, oh, just building your portfolio of online business. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Okay, awesome. Awesome. Okay. So let's dive let's dive into it. So tell us, tell us, Jared, what led you to the point where you said to yourself, buying businesses is the key for your success. What what was your aha moment? What led you to that? My aha moment was after trying to, so long story short is I was a plumber and I didn't like it. I needed to get off the tools. Uh, mm -hmm. So I ran away and started traveling 
and wow. came home broke as a joke every time and started my old job back again. And in between, I tried to work out how I could make money online and I, I struggled to do so. Uh, I started my own website businesses. So I started a travel blog, then I started an e-commerce business and it just didn't really take off and I was still plumbing. And my aha moment was when I was I was on the tools and I think I was reading or listening to a book or an audio at the time and I was working during the day and I saw people that were like 60 plus still working on the tools and I thought I can't do this uh, until I'm that age because I'm going to miss out on a lot of things that I want to do with my life. And so I, I came across a stat and this stat was my aha moment. It was my massive turning point. And that stat was that 90% of all startups fail. Mm. And uh, that just really spoke to me where I thought, well, hang on a second. I know how to run these businesses. I've started them from scratch. I'm really finding it hard to get to the point where I'm making enough income to you know, pay my way and, and replace my income and, and pay for all my expenses and, and live off these startups. And plus, I got a higher chance of failing through these and I already was. So I thought if there's businesses out there that are already making a consistent income, somebody else is putting all the sweat equity and the hard work, why don't I go away and buy one? because it's past that 90% failure rate. And that was my aha moment. That was like, all right, that's that's an idea that I need to go away and research. And I did, and it led me down this path to buying multiple businesses. Wow, okay. So let's, let's, let's get into some how-to. When you're researching um, these businesses, what to you makes up a good investment? It's a great question. There's so many things. Yeah. Uh, I would... <laughs> <laughs> I figured that's much. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, would you like me to narrow it down to one to two things or two to three things? Give me, give me two to three things. How about that? Give me three. Yeah. Okay. So I would say the first one: what makes a good business is a business has diversification of traffic. Now, what I mean by diversification of traffic is that they're not reliant on one single source of traffic coming to their website business. For example, if all the traffic's coming just from Facebook and Facebook changes your algorithm, then you're going to lose a lot of your traffic, which means you also lose a lot of your revenue. Mm -hmm. This has happened to me before with my marketing. It's also happened to so many people that have most of their traffic coming from Google search. Right. If Google changes their algorithm and you lose some keyword rankings on your articles or whatever it is on your pages, then you can lose a lot of traffic. And there's people that have, say, uh, websites where 20% of their traffic is going to one article or 30 or 40% of their traffic <laughs> is going to one page. Right. And if that gets debunked off the, off the ranking top of Google, then you lose 40% of your business. 40% of your traffic is crazy. So a good business to me, number one, is that it has a good uh, diversification of traffic sources. Okay. Secondly, uh, a good business, what I'd like in a good business is a decent diversification of revenue streams. For example, sometimes people will have one uh, revenue stream or say, for example, a drop shipping business where people can buy products from your site and you don't own them or stock them, a supplier does, and you run through the supplier. If you've only got one supplier and they've run <laughs> out of products, 
yeah. or they close down, then you lose your whole business. You lose all your revenue stream. So have multiple suppliers. Also, if you're using affiliates, you know, affiliate commission, then have multiple affiliates. Uh, I suggest having a, a good diverse range of revenue of where you can get the revenue from because if you lose one of those revenue streams even if you've got a lot of traffic coming to your site you don't make you you lose a lot of money yeah so i think that's really really important and then i think it's a lastly it would be a business that you know like and understand so what i mean by this is a business that you you might not understand it at the start. For example, a lot of my clients or people that join my community where I teach them how to buy websites, they join, they get courses and mentoring, all the help they need. Uh, they may not know all the business models, but they learn which business models they they could possibly purchase. And the one that they understand the most or excites them to run the most uh, is the one that they should go down. And then you can start opening up a field of education around how that business model runs, stuff that I teach as well. And then you can run and grow that business. So I would say definitely have a business that intrigues you, either you're passionate about, you're excited about, and or know something about. So that using that leverage is important. So so what you're saying is don't. It's not just about money. Basically, don't just chase the money, even though it looks good. You have to really really know know some, something about it, basically, right? Well, that's I feel that's the same as life. If you just chase the money then you you don't really like you don't really end up where you (laughs) are going to be fulfilled you're not going to be fulfilled fulfillment is far more important than money and the fulfillment like why you're chasing to buy a website and replace your income and making make an income from doing this it's not to make the money that's 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 secondary primary really is the fulfillment of not having to work or be able to spend time with your friends and family and do the things that you love with the people that you love so if you're chasing, if you got your eyes set on the wrong goal, um, <laughs> then yeah, you're in big trouble. It's just a vehicle. It really yeah. is. It's it's hard yeah. because I, I, especially right now in, in the times, these times that we are in in this pandemic, kind of kind of globally, people are obviously concerned about money right now. Maybe more than ever, concerned about what's going to happen. What 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 am I going to do? What can what what can happen? Um, so. I'm glad that you made the point. It still has to be about something you, that you that you are has some kind of interest in, <laughs> basically, or it's just still yeah. gonna not, it's still not going not going to help you long term. So, mm. tell me about the red flags when you see see a company or a, a business, and maybe maybe um, I want to clarify. Let's let's do this first. Clarify mm. what you mean by an online business, like an online website, and what, what that means. I guess we we didn't go, get into that, so I'll make sure that we dive into that first what what do you mean by an online business so what i normally teach is there's three key or pillar types of online businesses one is a uh, a content website a content website is a website that publishes content and they get a lot of traffic and viewers to their website and this could be like a blog it could be a review website it could be something in a, a website about a specific niche uh, or a specific product, and they will make money through ads or affiliate commission mm, yeah. for, to, and pushing people to other products. So that's a content site. The second one is a e-commerce business, right? So what an e-commerce business is is where people will sell physical products or even digital products. Now, if it's physical products, uh, they could be, say, your own product that you 
that you manufacture and you put into a, a 3PL, which is a third-party logistics. That could be like Amazon FBA or it could be a, their, your own third-party logistics uh, that you work out with somebody else. People will purchase it from your site and then that uh, warehouse, that order fulfillment agency, we will call them, will send that product out to the customer for you. Or you could do it self-product distribution at home where you have it in your house or garage or your own warehouse where you distribute these products. So that's an example of an e-commerce business. You could also use drop shipping, which I'm sure a lot of people have heard about drop shipping. Uh, and the last one, the third one that I like to talk about is uh, a membership model or a SaaS model. And what SaaS stands for is software as a service. And this is where people will pay normally a monthly, quarterly or annual fee to have access to a tool or a database of content. So for example, a database of content will be like Netflix or yeah. Audible, where people will pay a fee to get access to a database of content. And a service or a tool might be some sort of accounting software or what you're using, what we're using right now is StreamYard, where you can pay a fee to use this per month or per year, whatever it is, or an email software provider or whatever it is. Uh, so that's um they're those three key types of businesses. I have helped people buy um, variations of those businesses as well, like hybrids. Uh, and then you can buy apps. I'm not so much teaching people to buy apps, but mainly these three types of businesses. Awesome. So let's just dive into, I'm glad to clarify that because I want to let people know the yeah. differences of what an online business is. Um, um, what are the red flags? Because I, I know people will, will be listening in on this and saying, it's kind of risky. You know, you know, just investing in anything is 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 a risk. But this appears to be like, you know, is this something that I really can do? Um, is this can our average person do this? You know, what are the risks? What are the red flags about doing this? I love that question. And you're right. All investing is risky, and it's not just investment of money. Isn't just risky. Like you can invest your money in a car that's not a good fit or, or a liability right. and it's vice, same thing as your time that can be a bad investment as well what i like to say is that all risk is like you said can anybody do it can just somebody you know just start doing this and my answer to this is is yes and that can be for any investment category not just buying an online business and the reason i say this specifically to uh buying online businesses is that all risk is minimized by education so all risk is minimized by education. So yes, you can do this, but you, first you need to educate yourself first, right? So once you've educated yourself, then you can become conscious of those red flags. And what I like to, the way I like to explain this is that if somebody is getting ill and they just keep getting ill, keep getting ill, that illness could turn into a cancer and, and it could really, really stuff you up and it could end your life, right? Mm -hmm. However, if you are starting to get ill, Get an education around what that illness may be and go away and, and diagnose that and go to the doctor, right? And this could be like a red flag. Once you become conscious of that, then you can treat it. Then you can look out for it. But if you're not conscious of it, then it's going to affect you. It's the same with a, a business and anything you purchase. If you're not conscious of the risks, i.e. the red flags, then that can affect you. So we need to educate ourselves to become conscious of those risks. And your, your question was, what are some of those risks? Yeah. Well, it can be uh, not enough um, diversification in traffic. Yeah. Yeah. It can be not. It can be not enough diversification in revenue, and it could yeah. be small things as well. Like some people might have done some dodgy um, SEO building techniques, 
right? Okay. So yeah. it could be black hat versus white hat techniques. Uh, it could be that they have hid money or they've paid for expenses and they haven't put it on the profit and loss statement. It could be there's multiple and we could go through so many. What mm-hmm. I like to do is I like to teach people how to do their due diligence and they fill out a special form. They submit their due diligence report to me and I go through and I review it for them and yes. point out some of the things in case they missed it, just in case. Mm-hmm. So if you're going down this route, definitely have somebody to go over the business you're looking at and the due diligence you've done. Awesome. Does that help? Because I, yeah. I didn't cover yeah. too many red flags, but yeah, I no, mean, I, there's millions. I, I, I think that works. Well, up here, obviously. Um, I think it's just like any any other investment if you're doing a stock. If you just a regular stock, you have to really know what's going on, you, you would think. Mm. So mm. Um, I think you were going to dive into this, but I wasn't sure. But I'm gonna, I want you to, to, to address this about the maintenance. You're, you're building this portfolio um, of these different sites. But there's got to be some. Is there some maintenance involved with this new, with these new online assets that you're you're acquiring? And if so, what does that entail? What does that look like? Yeah, of course, there's maintenance. Um, and maintenance can be just running the business, like operations of the business. Mm-hmm. So what that entails is, uh, let's just stick with content sites because that's the first one that I explain. With a content site, you need to maintain the SEO profile of the website. You need to maintain your traffic rankings. Uh, and you also want to maintain your either your ad earnings or your affiliate earnings. So, how we maintain this is is there's so many different steps in 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 doing so. But it would be producing great content that's SEO friendly, um, posting on social media, posting images on social media, and driving traffic from Google and social media to the site. Yeah. Uh, and and then maintaining the ads, make sure ensuring the ads are in the right position on the page and or making sure we have the right affiliates with the right affiliate commission amount per per product or per page, whatever it is. Um, and how we do this is like, I don't do this personally. Uh, we do it with the team, right? So we hire virtual assistants that know this. We put them through training and they go away and, you know, we we speak to them once a week and they, they get the work done. So the maintenance for that for sure. So, and it's the same, you could purchase a business where you do all the work yourself, which I've done. And then you can purchase a business that already has a team attached to it. Oh, or you could okay. build your team and you could purchase a business and attach your team to that business, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we do. So I've bought businesses with team as well. And they've taught me everything about the business, which has been pretty, <laughs> it's been pretty cool to, okay. to learn from, from the team. So um, if people are getting into this, don't feel like you're, you're going it alone. That's the that's one big misconception. It's like you don't need to. Even if it doesn't have a team, have somebody to work alongside with you, like a mentor or a coach. Yeah, I, that's mm. that's very interesting that you said. I, that, that's the one thing that I haven't haven't taught, haven't wasn't aware of that you can actually build by a business with the team attached to it. That's incredible mm. stuff, and mm. that is that is um. Very interesting. <laughs> I, must say, I must say so myself. Just um, this morning, just this morning, I opened up an email, and just like when properties are for sale, uh, you may get email from your property broker. I get them from my website broker, and there was a business that was for sale, and it was half attractive to me. I haven't done due diligence, but they've got a team attached with it, and I can purchase wow. it with the team, and it's quite cool. Wow, and, and mm. that's incredible stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you this question. You can say yeah, you can say no. You don't want to- disclose this or whatnot, but are there places that you frequent or people can frequent right now just to look at 
where they there are um, where they um, talk about what bit about business to to buy and so forth, because obviously there there are places with the aggregate these kind of uh, these kind of things. So, do you want to share that, or do you yeah, want to? Do- yeah, of course. Okay, all right, go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, so like uh, buying a property, uh, a, a physical property, um, they people list their properties for sale on the internet, and you can see how much the property costs and everything that's involved. It's the exact same uh, with buying an online business or buying a website business. Is that they list those prop those list these digital properties, these websites, they tell you how much the property, the business is worth, how much they're making per month, what the expenses are, and how many hours work are required to run the business. So it tells you everything about the business, which is quite exciting. There's a couple of places. First one is, uh, I want to say this with a caveat, most people try to go buy a business from here mm-hmm. and it's really hard and probably not the best place to go if you're a beginner, mm-hmm. right? I fir- you first want to learn due diligence. This is one of the biggest marketplaces. It's called Flipper, F-L-I-P-P-A. You've probably heard of this. Yes. But it's you want to make sure you know what you're doing. Right. Really do. Most most of my clients, if not all of my clients, purchase businesses from actual website brokers. Some that you can check out is feinternational.com, empireflippers.com, investors.club, quietlightbrokerage.com, and then if you want to find more, oh, there's also motioninvest.com. If you want to find out more, then you can just Google website brokers and there should be bunch a bunch of website brokers you can test out and check. Wow. Okay. That's great stuff, man. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> more, <laughs> more, more, than, more than I thought there were. I know there are certain certain places where they have like, their, you can actually buy and sell like SaaS or SaaS companies or people who, who have apps, but I'm, the one I was looking at the other day wasn't, it seemed kind of suspect, but anyway. <laughs> if, FEinternational.com are mainly SaaS and apps. Okay. Yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. So check that one out. So let's, let's get into why you feel it's better to make revenue online doing it this way where you're buying, buying businesses as opposed to say, you know, me writing a book and trying to sell that or me tr- trying to make my own course and sell that. Um, or being a coach and mm. selling my coaching services. Why is this better? The floor is yours. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I think I think it's a good starter, right? I think okay. the, it depends on the motivator of the person and, and where you're at in, in life. Uh, I feel that most people have a goal uh, that they want to replace their income so they don't have to work. Now, the reason I like this method most is because when you are trying to start something, right, write a book, start a course, get people in, it takes so long to build an audience. It takes a long, unless you've got a lot of money and you just inject a lot of money into, into marketing, to do this organically is, is really hard and almost non-existent um, because it's a pay-to-play world now in the online business space so the way i feel this is better is that what you're doing is you're investing your money to buying an income stream and an instant income stream so if somebody wanted to go say buy a business for a hundred thousand dollars tomorrow right instead of buying a house they could purchase a business that's making about thirty three thousand dollars a year right so Mm -hmm. it could be just under two grand a month 
Yeah. Uh, or just, sorry, just, yeah, probably just over two grand a month if my maths is, is correct. And so that is an instant income stream. And the goal for me to teach people is to have a less stressful life, is to uh, be able to earn an income where you're not stressing about like, all right, where's it, where's it coming from and own that income and, and evolve that income and, and uh, have control over your income and your life. And we're in a job, you know, that could be stressful because you don't know what's going to happen. That could end at any time. In a business, you've got control over it. Uh, if you know what you're doing, then you can expand it and you don't have to make make decisions based off stress, right? When you're stressed out in your job and you're trying to make money and then you're also trying to start a business, then you can make emotional decisions that make it harder for that business to grow or make it easier for that business to fail. So I'm all about the goal of like having a less stressful life and uh, that's why I believe this this is a great route is because you can buy an income stream. That sounds great, man. Sounds great. Um, sounds like a plan uh, for people who are, who are, I always have this idea, like if you're introverted and shy and you don't want to do it like I'm doing, I'm introverted too, but a lot of people don't want to be on the camera. They don't want to go through like being in the spotlight. Um, mm. And I, and don't get, get me wrong. I mean, I mean, this is the, like the only thing. There's another thing too. This that's sort of something like this where you don't really have to be in the spotlight. Am, am I, is that am I correct about that? one hundred percent. So some of the richest people in the world that are billionaire billionaires, you don't even we don't even know who they are. Isn't that just <laughs> isn't that awesome? Like yeah. you don't need to do what we're doing, Brian, and get on the camera and show our face and right. and, and have this uh, this energy, this positive energy all the time. I genuinely love what I do. If you can't tell. Yeah. Uh, but there's people that genuinely love what they do, but they don't feel like they need to go shout it to the rooftops and they can sit behind their computer screen and just be the best in the world at it. Uh, and there's those people around. And if that's your profile, if that's you, be more of who you are. Otherwise, you're just going down a route that's not going to end up uh, with fulfillment. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're spot on. You don't need to be this <laughs> this right. this object or this media right. media guru yeah right it's something that i teach and i want to let everybody know that there are other ways there's always another way to do it this is definitely this is why i wanted him on here because um i always preach like build it share it you know get out there you know show your Mm. face and some people (laughs) just don't want to do that you Mm. know but there are other ways this is why he's here this is why jared is here to show you one of those ways there's another way um uh, that's affiliate marketing that I, that I haven't gotten, I need to get a guy on here to do that. Um, that I'm trying to get on, but um, you know about that too, Jared. So yeah. Um, yeah. But um, which is a really big, big, big part of these, these, these sites that you're, that you're, that you're buying, obviously. <laughs> yeah. In fact, a lot of them are affiliate uh, websites and all of the websites you purchase just about, you don't need to show your face. Like this is the beauty of it. The first three businesses I bought were somebody else's face, somebody else's brand uh, that they built. And it may have been their personal brand or it may have been their actual business brand. And there's like, if we, you know, if Jeff Bezos, owner of Amazon, didn't decide to show his face, that doesn't matter, right? right? (laughs) Him showing his face doesn't build uh, 
Amazon any more than he has just done it sitting behind a computer with a massive team, right? right? right. Amazon would still be the biggest business in the world um, without him showing his face. And that's the beauty of this, like is you can just be an investor and not show your face and I'm all for it. Like privacy is a really, really important thing. Like I don't share, I don't go around on Instagram sharing my whole life. I just share <laughs> content that people want to consume about this specific subject. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, so I'm, I'm glad you confirmed that with me. So I think, <laughs> but I, I wish we had a little more time because I wanted, I wanted to, to, maybe let's ask you, let's see if you can use this real quick for me. Like you had, you talked about the red flags of, you know, about buying stuff. But I, I think there's an, another side where you maybe, maybe you have a business and you're thinking about selling one day. Mm. Um, um, can you can you just go down and maybe maybe this is part of the last. You know, no, I'm trying to figure this out here. <laughs> well, uh, we can just. I've got time if you want to. If you want to go um, for longer, I'm happy to go for longer. But I'm happy to talk to how to set your business up to sell it as well, if you like. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the exact question. That is that's the question I want to answer. <laughs> you said cool, it right, right. That's in a nutshell. Go right ahead. Cool. Well, if you're going to sell your business, I believe it's best to set it up because you want to sell a business that's attractive to a buyer. And the reason why you want it to be an attractive to a buyer is because you're going to get a higher multiple, uh, which means you're going to get a higher price for it. There's a couple of ways that you can do this. So... One of which is making sure that your books and your accounting and your profit and loss statement is in good order and it's just like clear, concise and makes sense and is is current and relevant and easy for somebody to consume and understand. That's That's number one. Number two is having a business that's not very reliant on yourself personally. Now, what that means is a lot of people want to buy a business so they can earn an income stream. They don't want to buy a job. So if you say so for me, because I don't want to buy a job, I want to buy mm-hmm. a business that isn't required, doesn't require a lot of work for me to run. Uh, and that could how you could set your business up so it's not so reliant on you is set up good uh, systems, good processes and automations. And that can be done through AI artificial intelligence, right, mm-hmm. uh, and and creating some sort of tool or, or, or system that works. I've done this for myself in my business, and I didn't know how to do it. I'd hired a developer to do so. Or mm-hmm. you could, you know, those, t- those tasks that can't be done by AI, okay. outsource them to a VA and get the VA to do them, train them up, and have that business running like a machine without you in terms of a profit without you that's a lot more attractive when somebody comes to the business and they go wow okay this business could run without me i understand the profit and loss statement i know what i need to do to run this business it's a far more attractive business so people will pay a higher multiple for it and lastly is diversification of risk so this is attractive to people as well so if i go to a I go to look at a business and have a good diversification of affiliates or a good diversification of uh, revenue from uh, multiple different products or multiple different suppliers uh, and a good diversification of traffic from either Google, social media uh, and, and or paid traffic, then that's more attractive to me. Yeah. because there's less risk within the business. So the, the key things you want to, I'll just sum them up to those three key things is one, profit and loss, 
be very clear, concise, easy to read. Two, have a business that is a machine that can run almost without you. And then three, good risk diversification within the business. Perfect, man. That's awesome. <laughs> that's some great stuff, man. I have just let one last question now. That's because that's, you just, you just, was perfect with those answers. I'm unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. So last question, access all of, about, access of all of my guests. They're here listening to you. They see you. They love what you're doing. Um, they want to do what you do, or they have similar, similar interests, similar goals to doing this. Can you give them just, if someone was asking you point blank this question, how do you become an authority in this space? What would your answer be? I'll give you the floor. Yeah. In my space or your space or any space? Is there any space? This space of buying online businesses. Yeah. Uh, how do you become an authority? An authority is somebody that is amazing at what they do. And people want to learn from them because they know what they do and they've practiced it for so they so long, right? They've got they're not just teaching and regurgitating theory; they know it because they're living it and breathing it. That's how you become authority. And authority is made up of a couple of things. One of which is like what I mentioned just previously. Now is living it and breathing it. Secondly, is doing it for a long period of time uh, and not just one year and then you're an authority. I'm talking years and years and years up to decades and decades, and then you can become an authority. The third thing is documenting, sharing, and giving people or serving people uh, in your niche or in this niche and helping them with their problems, helping them solve their problems. There are three things that you need to become an authority. I love it, man. So you heard it, you heard it. Just, I, I love your three things. They're, they're perfect. If anybody knows about anything, always do it at least in three, at least in three. <laughs> and he yeah. gave that to you perfectly today, um, multiple times. Jared, just incredible stuff, man. Incredible stuff. Um, Thanks please, for having me. Yeah, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I hope everybody got the gist of that I'm not just a one trick pony here. <laughs> there are all so many different ways to be, you know, to, to, to make money online um, and all the different ways to be an authority in uh, digital or otherwise. So um, please tell people right now where they can find you to, um, to, 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 you can connect with them further. Yeah, sure. You can go to my website, buyingonlinebusinesses.com. Uh, we have the, you know, we're right in the top three best passive income podcasts online. So if you want to just sort of test this out, then you can listen to some podcasts. If it's for you, cool. If it's not for you, that's great as well, because you've discarded that there's another route that is right for you. So, um, check it out. If you like anything, then you can ask me questions from the site too. I love it. There you go. Buying business, buying online business.com. Perfect. Um, get a hold of this guy. He's everywhere. <laughs> Um, see him on YouTube too. I saw some of his stuff on YouTube. So, guys, this this guy he's he's the real deal. I hope you hope you hope you you heard that today, and that's why he's on the show. I reached out to him. Um, and I, I was, I'm not sure who reached out to who, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. <laughs> you're, you're, I, can't, I can't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm glad you're here. Glad you connected, and I'm, I'm glad you had you have you on the show. Uh, people, build it. Still, 
my motto is to build it, share it, share it, especially if you want to teach, <laughs> teach something. So, mm-hmm. um, but um, build it, share it, and they will come. Um, and if you want to start buying online businesses, this is definitely the guy you want to talk to. Um, that is all that I have. Unless you have anything else today before we go, any words of wisdom, last words of wisdom at all? Uh, last words of wisdom. If you want to do something uh, and you want to be successful in it, then give yourself time. Don't put stress on yourself to make it happen overnight because that's where mistakes can happen. Give yourself a good chunk of time. I'm not just talking one year. I'm talking many years into decades, and that's going to allow you to make better decisions because you're in it for the long long term. Perfect. I have nothing else to say about that. Everybody, take care. That's it for this episode of the Authority Project. I will see you on the next one. Peace. Thanks. Bye. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.